Howdy, and welcome back to another episode of The One, the only fan club dedicated exclusively to effects pedals. I'm Justin. I'm Vince. And I'm Buddy Blues. Right on. That's right. You heard it. We've got Buddy Blues as our first artist guest of the podcast in the 2023 season. Buddy, how are you doing? I am doing very well. I'm stoked to do this. I'm very excited. Thank you for having me. We're happy to have you. Um, yeah, we're excited. really excited to have you. Um, very excited because um, we've been following your channel for a bit. We connected randomly, I think, on Instagram. And Vince and I were like, oh, we got to get Buddy on the show because your demos are so fun and so good. So thanks Thank for you. taking the time to join us. Of course. Thank you. This is going to be fun. We get to talk pedals. I mean, how bad could this be? Right. <laughs> you don't know yet, buddy. You just don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out you're the FBI. Yeah. <laughs> this is all a hoax. <laughs> this was all a ploy, buddy. Um, anyways, yeah, let's get into it. What do we? What does the fan club audience need to know about you? Just kind of, kind of high level, uh, what do they need to know? So I've been playing guitar for about 17 years now and really I, I never ever thought I'd end up on YouTube it was the pandemic that started it but to go back a bit um, most of my guitar career let's say my music career has been playing live shows and such so I remember there was a page there was a blues page that did uh, like a blues competition online on Instagram and you, you posted a little solo right back then Instagram was 15 seconds only for videos. Right. So I posted a 15 second solo. This was 2013, 14, I think. And that video ended up winning. And they, at the time they had a hundred thousand subscribers, um, followers. I'm sorry. So that was a big deal back then. Still is a big deal today. And so, yeah, that launched me on Instagram. And then I went dormant for seven years, <laughs> not doing anything on social media, just here and there. And then pandemic hit. And I thought, you know what? I just bought this pedal. I just bought my very first pedal 15 years in. Let me see if I can show people. I'm sure there's other people like me somewhere that have never really messed around with pedals. They don't care for pedals and stuff like that. It was just a guitar amp type of thing. And I thought, why don't I try to see if there's more people like me? There wasn't. <laughs> I was the only one. <laughs> However, I managed to catch the attention of companies. And uh, the rest is history. I, I, it, it's been a blast. The past two, two and a half years have been a blast on YouTube. That's so cool. Um, did, what, um, I mean, what kind of, what got you to get your first pedal? Because... I mean, for years, you just didn't play pedals like they existed, right? And you just never used right. them. Right. Right. It was a it was an issue I was having. It was a problem that I was having. Okay. I would I was always a strat three single coil type of person into the amp. And I wasn't I would play chords and I couldn't hear the high E string in a, in a band setting. If I play alone, it doesn't really matter. But in a band setting, I could never hear that high E string. And I was talking to a friend of mine who as a, a, a pedal freak and we used to always tease, tease each other about it. It's like, like you have all these pedals and I have none. And, yeah. and, and, and like, what's the deal here? And he's a better guitar player than I am, by the way, let's <laughs> get this out of the way. And I said, man, if, if only there existed, there, if, 
like a machine or a magical button <laughs> that you could just add to the guitar and it would make everything level. It would just compress things and it would make the sound level, like anything you hit. It would be level. And he's, he's laughing and I don't understand why. And he's like, it's called a compressor. Those exist. <laughs> They've existed since the 30s. <laughs> That, that was my entry, entry to it. And he said, here, try the Wampler Ego. He lent me his Wampler Ego for, I believe, a week. I gave it back to him. I bought my own, and the pandemic hit and lockdown hit. And I was stuck with the compressor pedal now, discovering it. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yes. they definitely make those um, in a various, a lot of different formats. Rack mounts, they have floor-mounted units. They've yep. got them all. Just, just in case you're late to the game, buddy, we'll catch yeah. you up right here. There's so <laughs> many you. compressors. Thank you. Um, Where my, was this podcast two years favorite. ago? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, my personal favorite compressor. Um, Vince is also a bit on a compressor journey right now. Uh, my favorite mm -hmm. compressor is the Cali, the Origin FX Cali 76 Stacked Edition. If you haven't yep. tried that pedal out. That is an unbelievable compressor. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had yeah. it. So I was never a compressor fan until I played that one. And I was like, this is amazing. And Vince yeah. is about, we were just talking last night about our, because Vince is in a bit of a board re rewire right now. And he's, are you kicking your compressor off your board, Vince? Or are you well, keeping it I on Well, I actually, there? you know, it's funny that you mentioned it because Buddy released a compressor video today of how to use a compressor. And it- I did. Uh, I mean, his video, your videos are so informative and it perfectly answered the, the, the issue I was having with, uh, compressors because I specifically like compressors because I like to play very large chords. Um, and I really like to keep my, my pick attack, um, and the feel and the issues I was having was, you know, um, certain compressors would have, you know, I would either... I would lose that feel or it would do something that I wasn't quite wanting it to do. Um, and the other thing is I specifically like compressors because I like sustain on clean tones um, without using any drive pedals. And I mean, is your video touched it perfectly that you want a compressor, a good compressor with a blend knob so that you can keep mm -hmm. your attack with the feel of your guitar, your, with your playing and, um, it kind of talked about the sweet spot to have it to be able to pick up entire chords, which is almost exactly the problem you were having where you couldn't hear right. certain parts. And so yeah, precisely. Um, he kind of solved my problem where I'm, I'm going to 100% have a compressor on my board. I just have to find the right one now. Excellent. But Vince pays attention, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Vince watches these videos and pays attention. I do. Well, it's because I'm having this internal struggle, and you released a video today, and yeah. I was like, oh my God, that's it. <laughs> me, yeah, me, that, that, that's, that's the perfect way of describing the, my YouTube journey and my pedal journey because they, they go hand in hand. Uh -huh. Is that it's stuff that I learn. I know someone out there either needs to hear it again. Uh huh. Or, I mean, a lot of people know this stuff, but a lot of people need to hear it again or they just didn't know like me. And, yeah. then, and, and yeah, that, that compressor video, it just came out today, yesterday. Today, yeah. yeah. And, and, and it was exactly that, me explaining how I, how I understand compressor. I mean, I'm, I haven't seen the comments yet, so God <laughs> help me. <laughs> I mean, we could jump in and read some of those comments right now to see what, yeah. what people are saying. <laughs> Great, um, I go. think what's funny, though, is 
like starting your pedal journey with a compressor is such a weird place to start, you know, yeah. either <laughs> yeah. drive or delay is usually where people start is, um, yes. But, you know, um, obviously you were, uh, you're a very sophisticated guitarist at the point you decided you're like, Oh, I just need this one little thing to in- improve my playing. Um, and then lo and behold, here we are. You're quite a fan of pedals now. Is that right? Right. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. My goodness. Absolutely. It's, it's, they, they really, I never, even before, I never had a, I was never against them. I would tease people about it, but I was never really against them. I just, for what I played at the time, there wasn't really a, a need for it. The easiest way to explain this is, all right, well, how can I emulate the sound of Breathe from Pink Floyd? How can I get that sound? Well, you need a unifier. I can't just keep riding the tone knob like this. Like, <laughs> this is 2023. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just get a unifier. Yeah. And, and yeah, and yeah. And, you mentioned delay delay was the last thing i got into really yeah i think um, yeah. i was watching your uh, clockworks um review when you mentioned that you said i think maybe that was kind of one of the you, you said yeah i think you mentioned you had a couple big hitter delays you had the volante mm-hmm. was one that you mentioned yes. in that um i'm trying to think the other ones that you had that w- that you had prior to the clockworks and then um had you actually played one of because if if the you know, fan club members and listeners don't know the clockworks was, um, designed by Howard Davis, who designed the deluxe memory man, which Vince mm-hmm. and I, we have an, an OG deluxe memory man with the, the, you know, MN three zero zero five chip that we think is probably one Send of the it greatest del- analog. Del- <laughs> it's un it's unreal. It's like, it's you can't good. unhear it. It's a crazy good delay pedal. Yeah. And I get the lore and I get the myth. But, um, so that was, I think what the, the pedal you were talking about, um, what are some other delay pedals that you've really just been hip to and that you've really enjoyed, uh, demoing or you have on your board or whatever, talk us through your delay journey. So I've realized that I don't think I, there's a lot of people that you'll, you, you'll get the whole analog versus digital stuff. I've realized that I think, I think I like the delays that have presets in them. Don't get me wrong. Like the clockworks was incredible. It is incredible. I love that thing. But what I tend to put on the board recently, even though the Clockworks is on one of my boards, but what I like to put on the board is stuff that have presets on them. One, that's just a regular everyday like tape delay, Eric Johnson style delay, hit a note, it does the thing for a little bit, that's it, no modulation, nothing. And then the other preset would be something that's cascading delays into each other and ambient and those, those get fun and wild. Yeah. <laughs> so I've, I've got the UA Starlight that does that. The Volante, which I got really lucky with, that one, that does that. And what else? The Orca, the GFI Orca. That one's incredible. Is tiny, that... tiny thing. The GFI, uh, GFI Systems Orca, is that, um, mm-hmm. does that have one single delay or is that the dual delay? It, it's got four different delays. Oh, okay. A digital tape, diffuse, and one called ambient. Okay. Look at me doing my homework. I did this video about a year ago. Look at me. Look at you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's incredible. It's so good. I ask because the the GFI systems has like because I have the GFI systems reverb, the Skyler, and mm-hmm. um, I I always I find the the Specular Tempest, which is their like reverb delay combo, like a, such a cool pedal and you can yeah. have it be very simple or, I mean, take it to space if you really want to, Yeah, which, yes. <laughs> um, I'm a huge fan of 
digital delay for my playing and I've um, we've talked about it a ton on here, but it's because I like uh, my clean tone. I don't like any amp breakup at all. I want it to be very, very clean. And then because I want I want the delays to be clean as well. Um, and analog delays just kind of have a natural breakup because it's it's an analog circuit. And so right. um, I really like digital delays for that purpose because in I like to have very clean cleans. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, me too. Uh, these days, me too. Yeah. Back in the day, it was the whole crank the amp and then yeah. a two-channel amp, really, for me. Crank the amp. Th those are your cleans. Use the volume knob and then click the amp foot switch and then we're in distortion territory, which okay. got me to my second pedal, Ooh. which was a JHS double barrel. <laughs> because, oh, again, that is a fan favorite What here. a great pedal. Right? <laughs> right it's so good it's morning so good. glory on one side and the moonshine on the other it's, yeah. it's, it just did the thing yeah it did yeah, the that, thing um it did uh let's actually talk through the thing um yeah because obviously i don't know if you know this but josh scott's like a definitely fan of the club and he mm -hmm. and i are buddies through photography and so we talk a lot about the thing and yeah. um for you how are you running your a double barrel or when you were running it, what were you doing? How did you have it set up? Like the moonshine so, into the morning glory or morning glory into the moonshine. Did you run them? Did you gain stage them? Did you stack them? What were your, what was your play there? I did stack them, but I stacked them on you. I was told that I stack. I like the sound, but I was told I was stacking them very unusually. I had the morning glory was the bulk of my gain and it was first. It was the bulk. Of, so the gain was at about three o'clock and the oh on the red channel as well okay you know how it has oh, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> so, I was like one you're already unusual and then two when you yes. say red channel you're really unusual <laughs> yeah. <this> yes <laughs> yes and then if i really wanted an extra push i had the uh, moonshine with the delay very low at about eight o'clock really at very very low uh gain i'm sorry and but the level pushed up a bit and that was it for me again i didn't really understand back then i didn't really understand how to stack and stuff but i found that sound and i and i liked it on right. strats it sounded very john mayer like because then i started running the amp really clean okay oh, okay but yeah very unusual i kept it i kept it on the red channel <laughs> I, I love that we i mean we talk so much about like the pedals i mean at their core they make a sound and you either like that sound or you don't. There's not like right. a good or bad or right or wrong way to like do anything. And so the idea exactly. of like having an unusual setup or doing something backwards of how most guitarists would normally do it, it I think is just kind of a, a cool insight to like the creative mind when you're on a path of discovery, mm -hmm. right? Because you're yeah. basically trying to find a tone that either you hear in your head or that... Uh, you're trying to match something else, right? Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. I mean, give me a, an easel and, and a paintbrush yeah. and give the same tools to Bob Ross. Yeah. One of us is going to draw something nice. <laughs> it really, it, it, I really, I really do agree. And that really is a tell of a, of a good, very well manufactured and thought out pedal. It's the one that gives the option to all people. The yeah. people that like shoegaze, the people that like heavy metal. I, I can't describe you the amount of morning glories I have seen on a heavy metal doom metal pedal board. It, it's just, it, 
a sign of a really good circuit. Yeah. I mean, the Morning Glory, I think, is one of the most popular pedals I see on, every, like, so many guitarist yeah. boards. Like, it's such mm-hmm. an iconic drive pedal to, like, that you, like you said, can kind of go into any genre and it, it helps so many people find the tone that they want. It's crazy. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, real quick question. Have you ever stacked any type of octave fuzz into a morning glory into a clon type circuit? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yes. Okay. Because after just, I had sold sure, the double bass. It is yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is unreal. <laughs> <laughs> after I had sold the double barrel, um, here's where my intelligence comes in, my staggering intelligence. I sold the double barrel and I bought a Morning Glory and a Moonshot <laughs> separately. I don't know why. In my head, I thought that getting them separately would make more sense. And then you'd think that, oh, well, it does make more sense. Maybe you want to separate them a little bit. You want to put, no, I put them right next to each other. <laughs> but anyway, I had that set up for a little bit and I had the Argonaut, the Mythos Argonaut before. Oh. It's not. It's just the octave up thing. Mm-hmm. And then I oh, had yeah. the... Big fans. At the time. Yeah, huge, man. They're so good. And then I had the uh, Refractor, Aeon Refractor. That was my introduction to clones. Okay. Right after that. It's a very, very cheap clone copy that you build yourself. Yeah. Cool. Sounds great. I love that. Oh, that's $6,000. Awesome. Um, <laughs> uh, also, I'm just like thinking like you've been on this journey for two years. You have... You're deep into the... You're deep into it now. It's it's bad. It is bad. I mean, I've got two <laughs> cabinet fulls now of pedals. Full. I can open my own guitar center and start selling. Yeah. It's funny. I think that's pretty close to my timeline of getting into pedals. Because I got in, I think mine was like late, mid to late 2020 because I was a drummer for years. Um, mm-hmm. And I in my new house, I hadn't had a drum set in like my previous two places I lived at. So I, um, but I would had, I had like a practice space, but then lockdown hit, I couldn't go anywhere. And I was like, I need to do something. And Justin and I were friends and he kind of got me into guitar and then into pedals. Actually, he got me into pedals, which got me more into guitar. And then, um, I was my first, uh, like introduction into the pedal world was a fuzz pedal because I just love like the beefiness and how dirty it was and how a small pedal, like uh, what the JHS foot fuzz, like such a tiny pedal can make such a huge sound. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, then it's, it's all downhill from there. Right. Yeah. Yeah, We uh, tell the story a lot, but Josh sent Vince. I was like, Hey Josh, my, my buddy's a drummer wanting to get into effects pedals. So he sent uh, Vince a welcome package that said, welcome to the dark side and sent him a fuzz foot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and here we are. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. No, a, a fuzz would be an excellent, excellent. You could do so much with a fuzz, man. Oh yeah. You could do so much with it. Well, a part of the, speaking of fuzzes. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Vince. And then I'll ask him about fuzzes. Go for it. Okay. Well, I was going to say like part of what, um, why I thought you guys were similar in the idea of like, uh, probably more your like gain stages than anything is his, his how to series. He talks about how to fuzz. Um, and it's a, you should definitely watch. I don't know if you watch the video, but it perfectly describes how you have your board set up because Justin loves like a shinny octave fuzz. 
it's always number it's always first in a circuit you can't put anything before it any and, and uh, buddy talks about that in pretty much all his videos I'm pretty sure he mentions that at some point um, yes <laughs> that fuzz is always first but the Justin has like his cascading gain stages of like fuzz into um, like a dumbbell style circuit and then into a clon style circuit and yep. I've seen like you describe how to like shape your tone for solos was a almost described Justin set up perfectly. Yeah. You got inside awesome. my brain for a little bit, buddy. Yeah. That's exactly, yeah. that's, that's where I live. Cause right now I'm, it's uh, shinny, which is like right now it's a boss FZ three, um, mm -hmm. or the electronic audio experiments, um, dude, incredible, the percolator into, yeah. uh, the gladio, the clean side of the gladio into the yes. clon, which is a mythos Mjolnir. So go for it, buddy. Tell us what we need to know about fuzz. What's your favorite fuzz is. I, oh man, I've, I've got, I can't even start. I've got so many good, incredible fuzzes. These companies that, that, that I'm working with, I mean, they're making bangers day in, day out, day in, day out. The first one that comes to mind is the first proper, like expensive fuzz I got. I didn't get it. My wife got it for me, but we're going to say I got for the sake of the podcast. And it was the Isle of Tone Hay 67 before the hype before the, the, the explosion, because now I believe, well, I don't know. I know resale is hitting $3,000 now. And at the time, I think we got it for 500, I believe, which again, for, for anything in life, not just a pedal or any, literally anything, yeah. $500 is a lot of money. Yeah. Yep. That's a, that's but, a pretty significant plane flight. That's a, whatever. oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a car payment yeah. for three yeah. months. Yeah. That's definitely <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it's so that that was a a heavy one, but in the more affordable range, equally as awesome. I will go on record saying that. Have you guys heard of OCE pedals yet? I've heard of OCE I pedals, love, but I have not like yeah. didn't like didn't dive into like their pedals or kind of their company at all yet. But I've heard of them. Okay. I have a theory that this person isn't, even though I've met him and I've had lunch with him, I was in California a couple of weeks ago and we had lunch together. I know that he exists. Uh -huh. I don't think he's a real person because <laughs> he's, he's doing magic every day. He has a fuzz out called the wrench and now he just came out with the wrench. I'm looking V2. at it right now. Yeah. Oh my goodness, man. If, if you ever find one of our videos, me or any of the other demoers on it, please they listen to a few of us playing it so that you get an I general idea of how it is. But my goodness, man, that, that, it, that fuzz is, uh, that's the sound in my head because it could do the overdrive thing. It could do the cleanup thing. It could do the Hendrix thing. It could do the metal, the explosive, your, your, your amp is about to disintegrate sound. It does it all. Um, oh, yeah, so that's the OCE wrench you said, B2, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. And then what Add was the cart. one you said before that, before the hype, like the pre-hype pedal? I love sure everybody heard that. I love tone Hay 67. I love tone. I don't think so. So that's heard definitely that would be part of the unobtainium world now. <laughs> yes, there's a pedal called the unobtainium as well. <laughs> yeah, there's a pedal that's fairly new, fairly new to the market, but yeah, awesome. Um any other like uh pet like you know one thing that I think when I first began playing guitar years ago and I was in a band, pedals to me were kind of, um, 
I mean, I wouldn't stack a lot of drives um, mm -hmm. into things. It would just be like, I would choose one drive pedal and maybe add a delay to it, a pretty simple board. Um, but then I think within the last five years or so, I've gotten really into, you know, a series and parallel and a lot of different pedal stacking combinations. And so yeah. one thing I think we want to talk to our guests more about is what are some kind of standout things that you've experienced when it comes to stacking pedals or uh, combinations of pedals that you want to share with uh, other people? So it's, there's experimenting the, the common conception, I the consensus, I, I, I suppose, is that to stack, which, which is the way I like it as well, is to whenever you want to stack overdrives and stuff like that, put a pedal that's in the style of a clone last, because it's going to give you that boost, it's going to give you that mid boost, it's going to sweeten everything out. But have you ever tried it first? <laughs> if you've ever nope. tried, man, <laughs> oh my, oh my God, okay. Try a bluesbreaker style pedal. This is going to sound blasphemous, but bear with me for a little bit. <laughs> Try a bluesbreaker style pedal last. Just do it like a mini board, not even a board. Just put two pedals together. Put the clone first and the bluesbreaker after. Because the bluesbreaker is not as smooth. Try that. <laughs> and then call me. And then tell me thank you. And then I'll say you're welcome. Okay. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, well, noted. Yeah, um, we will be trying that uh, probably later this week oh, when, yeah. we, when Vince and I get together for a jam. I'm glad that you were the first one to mention like a, a blasphemous uh, pedal order because I am constantly doing it, especially yeah. coming from a place where I didn't, I haven't played guitar for a, a long time, and my mm -hmm. like journey is kind of just with, from with no reference point other than you know the pedals that I have and I just start putting things in spots and see what right. I like. Um, cause like, uh, for like a, I, I'm a fairly heavy gain player. Um, mm -hmm. and it's weird. One of my favorite tones that I've found for like a really gainy sound is a tube screamer into a big muff fuzz um where tube screamer I, before the big muff yeah and, and it basically i use the tube screamer this man's wild to, to shape the tone and then also saturate the big muff like the big muff pedal and it creates this um it basically i don't know it makes this like distortiony sound that has um a, a a lighter tone than you would normally get from a big muff Right. And it's like a singing quality yeah, to when, it. Yeah. When I, every time he tells me the pedal order, I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, Vince has n had no rules. Like he never <laughs> knew the rules. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Same here. Same, uh, really, Vince and I started this whole journey during the lockdown, I suppose, yeah. together, <laughs> but separately. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one told us what the rules were. Then, then you go online, you go on forums, you watch RJ's videos, I guess. Yeah. You go, yeah. you do, you try to learn as much as you can. And then even even if this, the stuff that I learned that this is how it's supposed to be, this is what this dumbbell sound is supposed to be or whatever it is, you end up maybe not liking that sound yeah. or you end up maybe, I, I just, I don't agree. What if I want to do this and this stuff like that? And that's really the beauty of it. That really is the beauty of what we're doing. I mean, we're not hurting anyone in the process, right. except a few people on the forums, <laughs> yeah. but it's, it's fun and it, sound, it sounds great to you. Yeah. That's what matters. Well, Justin and I are definitely hurting uh, less people because we don't play in public. 
at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so our audience so is I'm just, the grand offender. Yeah. Our audience is just us and potentially our neighbors. Depending yeah. on but they need how to hear it. That's they funny need more you say pedals. Um, yeah. I um talking about like uh you know rules and 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 the sounds that you hear in your head and on record mm-hmm. and things like that and uh maybe 5 6 maybe actually a decade ago I had a chance to play um one of Larry Carlton's dumbles uh, cuz one of my friends was repairing Whoa. it and um I thought I thought I was going to plug in and it was just going to be magic and it, it was the worst I've ever sounded on guitar it was so right? urgent and so uh stiff and non like I just couldn't get whatever I'm looking for out of it. I said, I mean, obviously, I knew I wasn't going to sound like Larry Carlton, but I thought there would be something. Right. I was. It was so foreign to me. It sounded nothing like I thought it was going to sound like. Um, yeah. So you know, you gotta you gotta faffo a little bit to figure out what you want. Right. Exactly. Everybody like when I started getting into uh, amp collecting and whatever, everybody told me that a JCM 800 is the sound that you want, man. And to this day, don't kick me off the podcast, but to this day, I man, I can't get a single good sound out of a JCM 800. <laughs> it's just not me. I, I cannot for the life of, I've tried pedals in front of it. I've tried turning the treble to zero, <laughs> cutting the bright, ca- I've tried everything. And the last thing I tried that actually worked was selling the amp. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry this isn't the, this isn't the marshall fan club this is effects pedal fan club right. so that's still you can talk as much that you want Great. about the marshall man <laughs> lovely yeah yeah um that's so funny that you uh say that so i guess maybe i mean again vince and i always joke about this this is effects pedal fan club but the pedals have mm-hmm. to go into something so yeah. maybe talk us through let's go through your rig um, kind yeah. of, I know you have a lot of guitars behind you. I've, we've seen a lot of demos. So maybe if you just go mm-hmm. through like what you're kind of, if you're just, let's just say you walk into Buddy Blues's uh, studio, what's the mm-hmm. guitar you grab and what's your board look like? And then what amps it going into? So recently what I'm doing is I built a board very recently that I'm quite, quite in love with. I've just played a festival with it last Saturday. I would reach for the LSL Satikoi, the white one. It's a uh, Strat-style guitar, three single coils. It's just, it's it's literally another arm for me. It's so comfortable, it does the, it does the thing. I would plug into either my Fender Supersonic 22, which is my favorite Fender amp, or the JTM 45 clone that I have, like a vintage 1969 one. It's not, it's not really vintage, it's a clone. But that also has an incredible Fender style clean because that's what they are. And I would go through that new board that I did. The new board has a fuzz. I wonder if I'm allowed to talk about it yet. Probably not yet. I don't know when this is going to air. There's a new fuzz. It's lovely. It's great. (laughs) It's on the board. Well, this is exciting. Yeah. (laughs) And then it goes into the Duelist. Oh, okay. Which is a dual overdrive pedal that I've had such a beautiful toxic relationship with. <laughs> it's on the board, it's off the board. It's on the, we're together, we broke up. We're together, we broke up. <laughs> I, I can't get enough of it, but it's bad for me type of thing. So, but yeah, no, it's on, it's on the board now. And then into the Atom by Brown Amplification, the green side of the protein pedal. 
and then into the light speed by Greer, which is the most underrated. No matter how well known it is, it remains underrated. It is, it is it when it comes to you just want a push. It is it. And then into my Sabadius funky vibe. It's a Univibe uh, Maui edition, the one from Hawaii. And I feel like I'm missing something. Oh yeah, and the Orca delay into the uh, slow, oh, no yeah. slotfa, by Walrus Audio, the one with presets. Mm -hmm. And I only use one preset on it. I bought the whole thing. It's always off until I hit it, and it's instant skies and clouds and ambient, and I'm flying, and you're flying with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah, no, the slow. Yeah, that, there's a couple things I want to. The slow is yes. great. Yeah, such I did not expect pedal. that to be at the end. Of your, such a great pedal. Um, right. What's interesting about that is, uh, you know, that maybe we could. I don't know if we needed to debate it because I don't. I don't really have a strong opinion about it. But it's interesting that you're putting your vibe at the end because a lot of people like it earlier in their chain, right? I mean, it it is early in the chain. It is. It is. I, I was just going through how the placement is. It's it's directly oh. after the fuzz. It's the first pedal after the fuzz. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Because so I was like, wow. Yeah, because it has. I, I believe it has. We're a committing sins left and right here. No, 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 not that bad. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what? So you? I mean, you've got a lot of gain options on there. What are you stacking most often? What are you playing independently? Um, any any secrets there that you want to share with the with the club? So what I figured out is that the all my fuzzes sound better when I kick the light speed with them. But then again, I realized that anything sounds better when I kick the light speed. So the light speed is almost, almost always on, almost. But the gain is at about 12 o'clock. But you know, it's a very low, um, low gain drive. So it doesn't really matter where the gain is. It's got to be low. But what I fell in love with that last gig, because this was the first time I got to try this uh, board out live in a very, and I mean very loud setting. It was an amphitheater. We were very loud. Uh -huh. And it was the Atom by Brown Amplification. Oh my goodness, was it was it was full, it was thick, it had enough bass and enough treble to make everything sound even. Notice that I don't have a compressor on that board. And I think that's the reason why. It's because it, it, it just it makes everything a little the compression that's within that overdrive makes everything a little bit better. I did click the uh, King Tone Duelist once or twice throughout that gig, but I was happy it was there. <laughs> nice. And do you have uh, a? That's great. Do you? I'm I'm assuming that you have separate settings for like when you're playing like a a rhythm piece or lead piece or soloing. Like, what's your what's your go to for like rhythm lead solo style playing with like that setup? Rhythm. I'm usually playing. So a lot of our songs are. It's about 50% blues, I would say, uh -huh. or 40% blues, and the rest is funk and R&B and soul type stuff. Okay. So we, we lean heavy on the funk. So my cleans are very, very clean. Mm -hmm. Whatever, anytime I'm doing any chords or stuff like that, rhythm playing is 80% of our playing at a live show and you, as a guitar player. Yeah. You can't solo all the time. I want to, but I can't. I'll get kicked <laughs> off stage by my own band. That's right. <laughs> We're, so, we're amongst friends here, so I'm pretty sure yeah. all of us want to do that. <laughs> that's all we want. Really, that's really all we want to do. So, 
yeah, my cleans are very, very clean when I'm doing chords, when I'm comping for a keyboard or bass solo, whichever. It's very, very clean. Um, every once in a while, I would add modulation to that clean, mm -hmm. especially if I'm comping solos. I tend to like phasers or univibes or choruses when I'm doing big chords, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. For a rhythm crunch, like suppose we're playing a shuffle, for example, like a blues shuffle, I would have the light speed on. And then if I want to go to a solo, I would put the brown atom on. Okay. And then keep in mind the amp, the amp not, isn't really, I wouldn't say it's breaking up. It's near edge of breakup. Okay. And, are, and it's, it, it's full, very full sounding. Okay. And for like a gig like that, like you'd be using the, your Fender Supersonic? Is that like your go-to gigging? I wanted to. I wanted to, but I knew it wouldn't be enough. So I, I took the JTM 45, which is 100 okay. watts, because you know, <laughs> who everybody needs 100 watts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When in doubt, 100 yeah. watts. <laughs> yeah. I, I, um, I, I knew I had the headroom. That's right. Cool, cool. Um, tell us about the Duelist. Uh, so we have like a, a few dual pedals in the collection. Uh, yes. We have uh, like the original dual pedal we got was, are you familiar with the Paul Cochran Tim or Timmy? Yes. Yes. The big yep. one. So the big one. Yeah. Yeah. Like the original one before the new mm -hmm. kind of partnership they did for the circuit to release with MXR, I think is what it was. Right. Um, yeah. And then we've got the Cornerstone Gladio. We mm -hmm. have, uh, what else do we have in there? Uh, we have so the many. Mythos Vipera. Yeah, there's so many the like the Keeley uh, DNM drive stuff. Keeley That's DNM also a good drive, one. Oh yeah, such a good one. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. So, but the ones we're missing are like the Duelist we don't have, and then the Protein. They they make the uh, uh, dual mistake one, right? mistake. You must get a Protein. You must jail. <laughs> you must. How can get you a call yourself oh, my... fans without a Protein? <laughs> You have to get a protein. I will get you in touch with brown amplification. You must get a protein. Nothing okay. changed the game more like they did. The Duelist is incredible. All these, all everything you've mentioned is incredible, and I have all of them, and they're very, very, very good. But no one pushed the envelope more like pro the, the protein. And and I feel like it, it. This pedal could be a little bit misunderstood because everybody tells you, well, it's a Bruce Breaker on one side and it's a Nobles ODR on the other, it, but it isn't. It isn't. It's it's a modded this and a modded that. A heavily modded this and a heavily modded that. I just think they did such an incredible job with it, man. If I could take a protein anywhere I go, I'll do it. To the air on the airplane, to the restaurant. <laughs> I'll take it with me. <laughs> to a movie. To maybe a movie. Even golf. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Uh that's actually good to know because I mean it's been on the radar for years. And yeah. um I've just I don't know. We've just been kind of set like every year Vince and I baseline our boards. We have a whole show about it. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we've been kind of set this year, but I just been, I've been eyeing that protein for so long and it's great to hear your feedback on it. Cause I mean, you mentioned, um, you know, John Mayer tones and I've heard the protein referenced in, in John Mayer conversations. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. and I, I play nothing like John Mayer, but I just think he's, a uh, kind of a visionary collaborator and a fearless musician right. and has his mm -hmm. own thing going on. And I absolutely adore everything he does. Um, right. I also, I play Les Pauls, so I can't be anywhere near <laughs> John Mayer. The anyway. sound. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, but, uh, we, yeah, we just heard great things about the protein. So that's, that's awesome. Um, anything like other pedals that 
that are kind of sleepers for you that you're like, oh yeah, the club needs to know about those. Like that's I'm gas leather. Yes, I've got two. I've got two. They're small businesses. So cast leather effects, toxic twins. That is also a dual one. Okay. Definitely look up the toxic twins. You're gonna fall in love. Another one would be um, loco pedals. Loco as in locomotive, um, and it's called. My God, I'll tell you in a second. Let me remember it. I'll tell you in a second. But it's on well, my while board. You, while you, while you, oh, it, oh, cool. While you look that up, though. Yes. I, I, I think I don't know if you're still doing it, but you actually have an entire playlist on your YouTube channel for small businesses. Yes, absolutely. Oh yeah. I. I think the club needs to know that. I, I love how you're supporting small builders. We, Vince and I love and adore the effects pedal building community because it's just so positive yeah. and uplifting and it's kind of Always. hard to find that nowadays. And yes. so it's, you know, for the listeners out there, I think if you go to Buddy Blue's um, YouTube channel, there actually is a playlist where you're demoing and actively supporting very small builders. I think that's one mm -hmm. of the coolest things, a, a great way to do it. Yeah, thank you. So yeah, I, I started it, I started the YouTube channel thinking, I was talking to my wife about that this morning that, you know, I started the YouTube channel just to show people how I use pedals in case they don't know. And I remember distinctly saying in my video, this is not going to be a review, I'm not going to do reviews, here we are. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I did, I, I, I started doing reviews of stuff that I had. It wasn't, that was long before any company ever t called me. Right. And one of the first companies that called me, we were talking about the Timmy a second ago, is a company called Music Box Pedals. And they made a overdrive called the Lila Drive based on the Timmy. One builder, one guy, and one pedal takes him days because again, it's one guy right. to build and then to send in. And I'm like, so are you doing this to support or, or, or to support your family? Or is it a hobby? Is it, he said, yeah, well, we, we, we need the extra cash for this and that and whatnot. And I thought, man, I played this pedal. And I'm thinking if it's that good and people don't know about it and they're going to go spend, I don't know how much on, on what, might as well tell them that this is, look at it, it's less than 200, it's 175 bucks, whatever it is, 200 bucks. And you're going to get all the sounds that you want. And it sounds this good. And it's a small business. You'd be helping a small business. Yeah. Then I did that video. Then I did another. Then I did another. I'm like, you know what? Let me just call it Small Business Tuesday and focus on that. And then I poured all my energy, all my energy into that. And it, what it is, I, to this day, I will say, it is one of the most rewarding things I have ever done. Because some of these people, and this is not because of me. I have to tell this in every video. It's not because of me. It has nothing to do with me. And it has everything to do with the people building the pedals. I'm just a schmuck with a guitar. Here's what it sounds like. There's nothing special with what I'm doing. Here's what it sounds like. What's special is the people that built it and how it sounds. At the end of the day, how does the pedal sound? Even if Mother Teresa built a pedal, if it doesn't sound good, it doesn't sound good. Right. But they pour so much more love into it. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with big business. Nothing wrong. I have a lot of boss pedals and blah, blah, blah. But the small builders pour so much love into that pedal that it's like they've given you one of their children. Like I've worked on this for hours and days and you've given me a little bit of money for it. Now it's yours. I hope it brings you joy. 
there's something behind that. Mason effects is another one of those fuzzes. We were talking about great fuzzes, for example. Builds everything and puts fabric on top of the fuzz. Have you ever seen a Mason effects fuzz pedal? No. Mm -mm. You're in for a treat. <laughs> You're in for a treat. They're the most beautiful pedals you've ever, ever seen. And so they, they put a lot of care into it. They really do. And it's nice to showcase that because it excites people. It excites me. And the whole concept of this YouTube channel, if it excites me, someone else is going to relate to it and end up growing. Oh, that's, that's a great story. Um, and thank you for, for doing it. And it's just wonderful to hear um, yeah, everything fun. that was the intent behind it was as, I guess, as honest and authentic as we had, mm -hmm. you know, assumed it would be. And great. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. it's one thing that we talk about all the time too because we talk about like how cool it is for the pedal building community like you have these small builders that um work together a lot of times um it's not they're not in this competition either where they're trying to outdo somebody else they're all mm -hmm. in like a creative space where they're you know building things that they just want to let other people be creative with or enjoy and it's right. so cool to see that i mean one of um the a pedal company that I brought to Justin is um, from uh, Flint, Michigan. He lives, I don't know where he lives now, but um, it's just one guy and he builds pedals by ear. He doesn't base it on a circuit. He just tweaks mm. it until it sounds good to him. And then he just builds them from there. Um, right. I like that. Yeah. And that's wonder effects. Um O-N-E-D-E-R, like the number one and then der. But um, I actually... I wonder if he's releasing something new. I wonder if he's releasing something and I have it here. I wonder. What do you think? Huh. You I've never heard do. of him. I've never heard of this guy. But um, yeah, no, it's... Um, and he hasn't made a ton of different pedals. He has a couple different fuzz circuits out, mm -hmm. um, an overdrive or yep. a distortion, a couple different overdrives. And then he yep. has a really neat um, clean boost pedal that has yes. a clipping toggle as well as a fuzz, uh, like an in, a trim switch that is turns it into yep. a fuzz pedal. Yep, and it goes wild. Have yeah. you seen that he's actually starting a new guitar company now as well? Yeah, I'm actually really excited. Yeah. He's building guitars as well. Yes. And they look really no, he's, cool. He's also a really, really, really nice guy. Very yeah. down to earth. Yeah. He's a sweet dude. Really yeah. he's a cool guy. But um yeah, just like I mean, that's that was kind of my introduction into that like boutique pedal small company builder yeah. and um right. I, I didn't realize how many there actually were in like small companies. I was just uh one person, a guy and his wife building pedals together and sell them and it's uh it's really really cool community and we right. try yeah. to support it as much as possible. It, it, yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, at the end of the day, you know that guy now. Yeah. You know, you, you bought his pedal, and you know that guy. If you have any questions, you can ask him directly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that that's just something cool about that. Yeah. Like the guy that actually built it, you can you can reach the, out to them, and even Cornerstone, the people that make the Gladio, that's a three-person company. Yeah. To this day, it still is four if you count the child that they just had. They just recently had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> But it's 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 Emilio, his wife, and the the main builder, the guy that helps build. Wow. That's all it is. That's why Gladio's take a long time to make. It's a small it's a small company. 
And and they've, they've seen tremendous how, uh, success. They deserve it. They do. Yeah. Well, actually, we're going to have uh, Emilio on here um, in the next, I guess, next month. Um, we've been corresponding to get uh, Cornerstone on um, pretty soon. So that'll be very cool. Exciting news for everybody. We've been. Yeah. It's always funny, too, because Cornerstone is, you know, of international company i think greece or mm-hmm. italy, italy right italy yeah you should eat pineapple yeah. pizza when you're talking to him <laughs> <laughs> oh, start the conversation the right podcast real soon <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so uh i guess buddy i know we're kind of running up a little bit on time we mm-hmm. definitely want to play our two uh two kind of final questions and then leave an open-ended question or or uh platform up up to you and the the two things that we always do with our builders. And now this is actually our first artist guest is I've got a space on my board and that's a space. What, what do you see? What do you, what's something out there? You're just like, Oh, I want to try that. What's, what's, what's kind of in the, um, on the reverb watch list or in your, uh, searches, what's going on. Okay. Hear me out. I swear I'm not bending the rules of the game. I'm not. (laughs) I haven't plugged it in yet, but there was something that I've wanted for the longest time. And I finally made a space on my board, literally as your question says. I made a space on my board for it and it just got here. I haven't plugged it in yet, but it is a small builder in California, a small business in California. It's called R2R Electric. I'm sure you've heard of it or you've seen it on, online. He goes by DJ Lava Lamp on Instagram. <laughs> really cool guy. So he makes a vintage wah that is made from vint- actual vintage parts from the 60s. So it doesn't sound like one from the 60s. It is one from the 60s. But in, it's a bit expensive. I'll tell you that right off the bat. It's a bit expensive. But I am so excited for it. It's also, when I say a wah pedal, right now you're imagining the thing that goes this. Yeah. Right? It isn't that. It is and, not well, that. Well, I'm also just... imagining that... Um, <laughs> You made two spaces on your board because wah pedals are pretty big. But it isn't because it's, it's just a regular rectangular box. Oh, wow. And you just, yes. <laughs> yeah, I love, <laughs> mind blown. But you plug a TRS cable into it, into an expression pedal that he sends along with it. But the components are so big and rare and cool. And the way he does it, it's so incredible that you have to have two boxes making a whole video on this oh man so turning well, the pedal uh, off both... <laughs> so vince and i now also have spaces on our board for this because this sounds unreal. Yeah. yes it is i swear to you it's unreal the only the only slight ever so slight inconvenience i've found so far i haven't played it yet but i imagine it's going to be is that i have to put the pedal on the ground which is okay i do that anyway the expression pedal meaning the rocker and in order to play a wah, I have to click the pedal on and then move my foot to the rocker and start wowing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, but, I, I, I understand that. Mm-hmm. But I heard it from um, another creator friend of mine, and man, I, it, it, it's, it's the wah that I want. So that's it. Believe it or not, it's a wah pedal. Oh, that's a Well, great that's, that's great. And also, if you've ever seen... Here's, here's a game I play with myself, and I think expression pedals and volume pedals and wah pedals 
can be on the floor. Like that's mm-hmm. one of the rules I'll accept. It's like, where they everything belong. else has to be clean and tidy <laughs> on my board, but everything else is can be on the floor. And Vince yeah. knows this. And if we talk about my pedal board all the time, I currently have three expression pedals and one volume pedal. And so this will allow me to have five expression pedals or four expression pedals and oh, one my volume God. pedal. Um, How I many feet do you have? Re- <laughs> yeah. Wait, don't answer that. I just have... Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's, this is also like the four foot fan club. Um, yeah. No, it's uh, I, it's all performative stuff. You know, I control the mix of my delay and my mm-hmm. reverb and the speed and depth of my chorus with. Um, cool. Because I can really only play three or four notes, but if I feed them through a bunch of pedals, it sounds pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. <buddy>. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So what? One more time on that. So just uh, the fan club members know who it is that makes this wah pedal. R2R Electric. He goes by DJ Lava Lamp on Instagram. It's called the Vintage Wah. Uh, we will be following up with DJ Lava Lamp very soon. Yes. Also looking forward to your video. And then um, the last thing we want to do before uh, we sign off here is play uh, the Wilson rig, the Desert Island rig. What you know? You've got a guitar, a pedal, mm-hmm. and an amp. What do you What do you bring into the island? Guitar, pedal, amp. Guitar, I would probably get my LSL Satikoi that has a humbucker in it. So it's HSS. Okay. That way, oh, at okay. least I have a are humbucker. You gonna, are you going to route that before you go, or are you going to route it on the island? No, no. I have two, I have two of them. One is all oh. single coils. <laughs> okay. One is HSS. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> so I, I would probably take the one that's HSS because it does everything, really. Pedal, I would take a, man, that's going to be difficult because if I have, let me talk about the amp. I'll take the JTM 45. It's a hundred Watts. Okay. So if I want overdrive, I have it there because it has a built-in attenuator on the back. So all I have to do is just crank the channel and there's my overdrive. So I won't take an overdrive. So I would take a fuzz. Yeah. So fuzz, which one? I think it would be the I think it would be the OCE wrench. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah, that's my Desert Island fuzz. I like that. You also, gotta try I, a wrench, man. You gotta try a wrench. You I, really do. Oh, we're going to for sure. We're gonna. Yeah, <laughs> fan clubs definitely gonna be trying wrenches here. Um, <laughs> that's funny though that you're uh, you want to attenuate your Desert Island rig. I I think on the Desert Island you don't have to attenuate. You just open that baby up. True. I don't know. I did not think of it. First of all, where am I plugging all of this in? Like, if you want to get technical. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nah, that doesn't, that's not important here, buddy. <laughs> Logic has no place here. Yeah. No. Um, and then I, I think what we'll say is we, before we open up the, the, the stage to you to, mm-hmm. you know, shout out at whatever you want to, we'll let everybody yeah. know your buddy blues, uh, on Instagram and then also your YouTube channel and it's beautifully lit. Everything sounds great. Oh, one of the questions that yeah. did come in from our, um, from the fan club was what was your first pedal and do you still have it? You've kind of already answered that question. I do. I do have it. Yep. The Wampler Ego. Wampler Ego. Wampler Ego. <clears throat> Compressor. Uh, so thanks for How boring. Um, that question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then another question came in, although it wasn't a question, it was like, no question for Buddy. Just love his playing. So yep. uh, the Thank community you. out there recognizes what you do. 
Thank Vince you. and I both love your playing. You sound killer. Keep doing what you do. Keep supporting small businesses. Thanks for coming on. Thank you very on. much. Of course. It's, My it pleasure. Was actually, it was a real treat to talk to you. And do you have anything you want to share with the fan club? It could be whatever you want. Yeah, I mean, next time you're going to buy a pedal because we all know you're going to buy another pedal. So stop, stop telling yourself no. It's going to happen. But next time you do it, please, if you can, consider a small business first. Give, give them a chance. Give them a chance. And I guarantee you, I've been doing this for two and a half years now. I guarantee you, you're going to be surprised, pleasantly surprised every time. It happens to me every time. Yeah. Also, subscribe to my channel. That would be nice, too. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Um, Vince, do you have anything you want to close with? That's just a wonderful note no, to close just, on. No, I mean, a huge thank you to coming on. Like, like I said, I, your channel is incredible. Your views are really good your new how-to series is crazy informative um especially for somebody who's been into pedals for only a couple of years i mean you're well researched yeah. and um very knowledgeable about all the products and uh i mean i'm just really excited to kind of see like your upcoming videos i mean everything you've mentioned i'm really excited about so yeah just thank you for coming on and um thank you with us of course of course, thank you. It was my pleasure. It's always fun. If you want to have me on tomorrow night, I'll be here too. You just, you just, you just name the time, well, I'll be here. <laughs> uh, that's awesome, buddy. We, um, I'm sure we will have you back on the show. Um, your your board sounds like it's constantly in flux, just like our boards are. So we'll All get you on later this year and see where we're at, uh, see what maybe 2023 has done for your, I guess, your third year in your tone quest and yes. your love of effects pedals. But... Um, until then, we're going to wrap it up. You can find us, the Effects Pedal Fan Club, at Effects Pedal Fan Club uh, on Instagram and effectspedalfanclub.com. And, uh, you know, share share it if you love Buddy. Uh, subscribe. And also, Buddy, I don't know if you know this, but we have a hotline. You can call it anytime. It's 1-609-800-FANS. And just leave any tone tips you want, and we'll get you on the podcast, bud. God, I like that. I like that a lot. All right, cool. All right. Well, Vince, as we say uh, here, we normally close it out with uh, Vince. What do you tell him, buddy? We tell him if you're not sure if you want that pedal, you definitely want that pedal and you should go get it. So go get that pedal.